The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, but first, I want to talk about the fact that Michal Martin, the Tornishta, has given his backing to an Oireachtas committee who themselves have recommended that a process towards decriminalisation of drugs for personal use should be accelerated. Aon O'Riordan is the Labour Party TD and member of the Oireachtas Justice, Justice Committee. He's with me now. Uh, Aon, uh, are you in agreement with the Tánaiste? I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about what the Tánaiste has said genuinely and just goes to a movement we feel a momentum towards uh, the Citizens Assembly on Drugs to move towards the decriminalisation of the drug user. Um, uh, we've been working cross-party to encourage all political parties to, to take this step. And I've had great engagement from Holly Kearns from the Social Democrats, Nessa Horgan from the Green Party, uh, Paul McCall from Fianna Fáil as well, working in every single, um, you know, Gino, uh, Gino Kenny from Good For Profit. We've been working really hard to take the politics out of this, the party politics out of this, and to collectively come together to push an, an lot more humanity into our drugs policy. So what the Tornstein has done in making these comments uh, gives an awful lot of uh, momentum to what we're trying to achieve. So I'm delighted with it. Now, you and I have had this conversation before, and, and you were up to your eyeballs in this, fully immersed, so, so you understand. But just for people yeah. at home, I think it is instructive. I mean, drug decriminalisation versus legalisation. What are we talking about? We're talking about the decriminalisation of the person, the drug user, not the drug. We're not talking about legalising drugs. We're not talking about making it legal to sell them, to buy them. We're saying that somebody in addiction, somebody with a drug use issue, should not be treated fundamentally as a criminal. What they did in Portugal 20 years ago, they have, have an, an intervention system in Portugal where somebody who is caught with something that is clearly for their own personal use, clearly for their own personal use, interfaces with a nurse, a doctor, a counsellor, not with the criminal justice system in, in the first instance. And what's happened over 20 years is that the number of people in heroin dependency programs has gone down by 50%. The number of fatal drug overdoses has gone down by 75%. So we're not talking about non-intervention. We're not talking about you know, decriminalization of drugs or any particular drug. We're talking about how do we best deal with the person who has a drug use issue and has an addiction issue. And, and the vast majority of people who are, who are in addiction have reasons why they're in addiction. It could be poverty. It could be disadvantage. It could be because they're from a marginalized grouping. It could be because they have pain or trauma in their lives. So we're not dealing with the pain and trauma or or, or the disadvantage of that person's um, uh, you know situation mm. effectively by having them interface fun- fundamentally with a guard or the court system or a judge. 70% of our drug cases in our courts are for possession for personal use. So the guards are wasting a huge amount of time you know, uh, criminalising people for their drug use when they should really be tackling the gangs. You have people in the courts for possession for cannabis to the worth of two euro. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have to have an intervention. We do have to have an intervention, but it needs to be a health intervention, not a criminal justice intervention. Uh, Professor Mary Cannon is with us as well, a psychiatrist in the Department of Psychiatry at the Royal College of Surgeons of Ireland. Uh, Mary, thanks a million for for taking the time as well. Um, I mean, as Aon describes it, I mean, it just sounds like a humane approach to people suffering with addiction, no? Uh, yes, and thank you, thank you for having me on, Karen. Um, I I actually agree with Aon uh, on a number of things he said, which was we need to tackle the reasons for drug use. Uh, people are going into drug use because of issues like poverty, uh, trauma, as he said, 
um, you know, the, the, from peer group pressures, um, are they dropping out of education? It's affecting their whole life. We need to tackle these issues. And my worry is that the whole argument, the whole kind of media attention about drug use is totally focused on this issue of decriminalisation, stroke legalisation. And we're ignoring you know, the much more important issues. We need to get out there and educate young people about drugs. Uh, we need to help parents who have a child who's, who's using drugs. We need to get these young people back into edu- education, get them out of poverty. This is what I think we should be talking about. So it's it's not that you're in opposition to what has been suggested here. It's rather that it gets too much focus. It gets too much focus and a a committee has already looked at this issue um, several years ago, a governmental committee to look at this issue of decriminalisation and they have, they concluded that because of the way the Irish justice system is set up it's not actually possible to decriminalise per se, you know, just from, you know, this is the way our our justice system works. So we, you know, and the the justice system is already moving the criminal justice system towards uh, cautions um, for young people with drug use, the use of JLOs, um, getting them into into treatment. And this is the way, this is already happening. Uh, Aon, should we instead be devoting our time and resources to stop people taking drugs in the first place? Well, well, absolutely, of course it should, but uh, it's not working. We have the third highest overdose rate in Europe, if what you know was work, what we we do at the moment was working, we wouldn't have those statistics. We have a massive drug use issue. It is all over the country. It's in every income bracket. It's in every geographical location. It's in every age group. Um, when we talk about trying to, to tackle drug use, we have to do it in a way uh, that doesn't stigmatise people. And the criminalisation of of the use of drugs stigmatise people, and that you are less likely to have a parent come forward with a drug issue that their child has if they feel their child is going to be criminalised, if they feel their child is going to get a criminal sanction. It just is not, you're not as likely to put your hand up and say, there's a drug issue in my, in my mm. family. The stigma around this is huge. It really is hurting people. And we know that people in addiction are called names. They're called names in media. They're called names in wider society. It's one of the only groups actually of vulnerable people in Irish society that you can get away with in a social circumstance of calling somebody a junkie or calling somebody a druggie, which actually happened in the Fine Gael backbench only a couple of months ago in a debate in Leinster House. No sanction for that use of that term at all because it's accepted in wider society. So the stigma is attached to criminalisation. A family or an individual is less less likely to put their hand up if they feel Mm. that they're going to be interfacing with the criminal justice system. These interventions have to be absolutely based around health and absolutely understand that drug use is a health issue. But there is no point in having a conversation around education or a conversation around um, around prevention, which isn't allied to a much more humane understanding as to what we will do with somebody in this intervention. Mm. If it's a courtroom and a guard and a judge, don't be surprised if somebody reacts against that. And if you go down to the drug court and have been there, you sit in the drug court with a bunch of sick, poor people who shouldn't be sitting in a courtroom. And, it, and if this was what was working, by the way, if our drug use was going down, if our drug overdoses were going down, I might be persuaded. But the fact is that we have a massive okay. drug use Ma- issue and also we have one of the highest overdose rates, okay. fatal uh, overdose rates in Europe. Uh, Mary, it's not one or the other. We can do this, surely, uh, and, and, and treat addicts much more humanely. Uh, and at the same time, we can still focus efforts and energies on steering people away from drugs, can't we? Well, you see, there's a couple of things. One is that all this talk about decriminalisation, legalisation confuses people, particularly young people, and use goes up. 
um, and use is going up and perception of risks of drugs is going down in young people, particularly cannabis, because of all this talk in the media that, you know, we should be we should be decriminalising or legalising it. The other issue is Aon brought up Portugal. Now, th- th- this is, I know this has always been brought up in terms of, of decriminalisation, but that was just one, one part of a huge... Uh, kind of um, investment in tackling the drug problem in Portugal. It was a tiny part. Um, they they in- massively increased their budget for addiction services. They they put a lot of money into primary prevention and education. They expanded night shelters, rehabilitation, and in fact, the head of the drug, the Portuguese drug, drugs agency, SICAD, has said that decriminalisation by itself would probably have made the problem worse if they hadn't done all this other investment. And this is actually what has made the difference. And in fact, even despite that, the decriminalisation, people are now calling for recriminalisation in Portugal. Um, so, you know, the issue is, and drugs, drug overdoses are on the rise in Portugal again. So do you think they should do that? They should, they should recriminalise the drugs and maintain all of that? Well, I can't talk for people in Portugal, but these are people on the ground saying... These are, this is, you know, one of the people who initially proposed this measure are now saying it's gone, it's gone too far. You know, the, the drug crime is rising in Portugal. And as I say, you know, the, the, this, the drug, drug overdose deaths are on the increase since about 2008, 2009. Cannabis use has increased in young people in Portugal. Hospitalizations for psychosis, for cannabis-induced psychosis has increased by 30-fold. Aon, is Portugal really then the example we should be giving people? Well, I mean, I absolutely agree uh, with Mary that we, this is not decriminalisation by itself is not the only answer. Mm. We have to have a huge investment in the primary care that has been referenced, um, you know, rooting out poverty, rooting out disadvantage, talking about marginalisation. But fundamentally, if you have somebody in drug use issue in your house, are you going to ring the guards? Are you going to ring a counsellor or a doctor or a nurse? It actually comes down to that. And as a society, if we have somebody in our care, as a citizen who has a drug use issue, who is better to call a guard or a doctor, or a counsellor, or a nurse, or a psychiatrist. I have much more faith in Mary's profession than perhaps that she has. And that, in that I fully believe that the medical professionals and the experts are best served, or best placed, to, to, to root out the issues that we have. I mean, fundamentally, you can't, people say, you know, decriminalisation, legalisation, you know, they are two very, very different classifications here. What we're talking about is trying to re- rehumanise this discussion and that people could come out and talk about their personal journeys and their personal circumstances. Nothing in, so, in, in society has ever changed until we got people to say, uh, tell their own personal story. But that came, you know, when we talk about repeal or marriage equality or any major change in Irish society, people were, were in, uh, able to come forward and speak about their journey. Now, in the Irish situation with drugs, people will not come forward because they're afraid of being stigmatised, okay. they're afraid of being judged, and also they're afraid uh, of being criminalised. So if we were to re- remove discriminalisation stigma of somebody who is clearly taking something that they're addicted to, clearly taking something that they're addicted to, and to remove that from the criminal justice system, you're going to free up the resources of the guards, number one, and secondly, have a much All more right. effective a- a- uh, intervention in the second place. Aon O'Riordan, Labour Party TD, and Professor Mary Cannon, psychiatrist in the Department of Psychiatry at the Royal College of Surgeons of Ireland. Thank you both very much uh, for joining me. This listener says, I worked in a drugs unit for years. Decriminalisation with the upstream approach of tackling the causal issues is a no-brainer, not just decriminalising uh, for the sake of it. Dahi says, decriminalisation is inevitable, but but walk through Lisbon and the open drug dealing is much the same as here. I'm not sure it'll make much of a difference on that front, but somebody else. The drug war, arguably the biggest example of societal mismanagement we have ever created. We have literally de-established half the planet with these pro 
destabilised, I think they meant, destabilised half the planet with these prohibitive laws. Legalise, prohibit private companies profiting off it and help people who need help tax it and stop criminalising our citizens. Well, thank you for all of those texts. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.